Well, I just turned on the game two of the NLCS, and I saw Corbin Carroll, and it got the synapses firing again. Who would you be willing to give up to acquire that dude and put him in a raised uniform? And we're going to talk about that and much more about the reinventing MLB playoffs, according to Kevin Weiss, starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Lockdown Rays podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Lockdown Rays. You can also find us on all the podcasting platforms and on social media. And email us anytime, LockdownRays at gmail.com. Speaking of social media, it is something we will be doing throughout the course of the offseason is reaching out to the listeners out there and getting their takes and observations on various topics that we bring forth. And one of those was what or who would you be willing to trade to bring Corbin Carroll into a Rays uniform? Ulysses, towards the end of yesterday's show, you threw out a possibility. Hey, why not Taj Bradley, Shane Boz, and Junior Caminero? Would that be enough to acquire uh, Corbin Carroll? And if it is, are you okay with doing that as a Rays fan? So we put that out there. Um, and you did the research of uh, putting together the baseball trade values, uh, saying that it's actually an underpayment for the Rays. Boz Bradley Caminero may or would not be enough to get Corbin Carroll in a Rays uniform. And with all that, um, we had the poll tied in that uh, 13% say, no, that's not enough of a deal for Corbin Carroll. Uh, 27% say, yes, he's an MVP talent. Let's go ahead and pull that off. 20% say, change one name, and it's a deal. And 40% say, no way, can't do it. Can't trade a combination of those three for Corbin Carroll. And I think that's how most polls will be uh, looking when you're asking race fans. Every fandom treats their prospects differently. Uh, there has been a shift towards more prospect hugging um, in the whole industry, in every in every fandom um, in the last like ten years or so. Uh, and but but when you are a small market team, it does make sense to hear forty percent of people say, "No way, I'm not trading three guys that could be a star uh, for one MVP talent." Which to me, honestly, that's 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 banana sandwich crazy and not just an mvp talent but an mvp talent that's 22 23 years old this isn't an mvp talent that just turned 35 no 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 he's 23 i mean uh, he ha he he still has pores on his face that have yet to have facial hair and that will soon have facial hair um it's but so you know i understand the uh, the prospect hugging by race fans and and that's just going to happen that's just going to be uh, a trait of our fandom. I don't particularly uh, uh, sign up for that because I know a lot of other prospects that was, that were supposed to be the big deal. And we, I know we've had this conversation many, many times before, and I'll, I will, I will always bring it up just to make my point. I mm -hmm. once told 
my father. I said, Rid Brignac is going to be better than Derek Jeter. Just watch out. Well, Reed Brignac right. was not better than Derek Jeter at any facet of the uh, of the game, uh, and and I think that I can say that with with quite a lot of confidence, Kevin. Yeah, and I think uh, with pitchers uh, more so, if we're talking about Boz and Bradley incorporated into a deal with the rise of injuries and setbacks, that's even uh, a bigger risk that you'd be taking. Um, you know, if you're the Diamondbacks and accepting that deal. Um, I mean, we, we all know about the history that Vernon McKay is going through, Shane McClanahan's going through right now. Luis Patino, what what happened to that guy? You know, so there's a there's a there's a bus factor there for sure. And 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 a couple of those names could still have fantastic careers, and and this could just be a blip. So let me go back even further for for those that are still like, no man, you don't know. Okay, I remember when Jeremy Hellickson was supposed to be the next big thing. And he was for a little bit, rookie of the year, never forget. Um, But did Jeremy Hellickson, yeah, thank thank you. Did Jeremy Hellickson become the next big thing? No, Matt Moore was supposed to be the next big thing. Did he become that? No, he did not. Chris Archer was supposed to be the next big thing. Did they all, did these three guys have great careers? I think so. I think a majority, 99.99% of baseball players would sign up for any of those careers, more archers or Helixons, but with the prospect pedigree that they were supposed to have, they it, it did not pan out that way. So I want Tosh Bradley to be successful. I want Shane Boss to be successful. I want Junior Caminero to be successful. But when people just put so much emphasis on prospects due to just basically hope and 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 just kind of taking away that the fact that it's really difficult to be a very productive uh, major league player for multiple years. And there's a guy who is now shown that he is just an MVP in his yeah. 20 and 23 year season. I, 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 just, I find it kind of ridiculous uh, that 40% of people give me, give me 25, give me 20%. But the fact that 40% of people from that poll said, no way. I, you guys, I would like to be trying whatever you're trying. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. And we do have some listener comments to get to on this uh, besides the results of the poll. But first, we have to remind you that October baseball is back and you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel. They are America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets Guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to create your new account. Then you can get in on all the great action from the very first pitch until the very final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will actually win the dang game. And if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a W, Well, here's what you can do. You can predict what will happen in the next at-bat with something called quick bets. Really cool feature there. So uh, don't waste your time. Just go on over, head on over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. 
All right, running through some comments here on the Corbin Carroll hypothesis. Uh, Robert O'Brien says, I'd like to keep Caminero and offer another top prospect for Carroll. Well, of course we would, but I don't think that would be an option in this case. In fact, if we're just going by baseball trade values and maybe just common sense approach, it might take another not uh, as big of a prospect as Caminero, but it'd have to be some kind of throw-in type like Dominic Keegan or something of that ilk. Again, we said it yesterday. It has to hurt you as a race fan to yeah. give up because we can't just say Kevin Padla and Vidal Bruhan and here you go. Give us Corbin right. Carroll. Like this is not MLB the show. I feel like I feel like a lot of people have played too much MLB the show. And uh, what's that? You know, you know this better than I do. What's the setting that you can tell the computer to basically like accept any trade? Yeah, there there is a setting on there where there's like. Uh, no cap on you can offer a ham sandwich for Ronald Acuna and that deal will be accepted. Right. Like I, I feel like a lot of people have that setting on. Like um, no holds barred MLB the show. Yeah. That's basically what's happening here. Again, it, it needs to make you feel like you almost lost the deal when you're acquiring a Corbin Carroll. Yeah. You need to feel yeah. kind of yucky and icky about it and, and maybe have second and third thoughts about making that maneuver. But that's how deals get done at the end of the day. Yeah. I, again, guys, guys, which is the what is the the trade that we are always referencing as race fans in the last five years? The three for one archer trade. You get glass now, you got meadows, you get boss. Like now, have they all lived up to their promise? No. Is is it still highway robbery? A hundred percent, yes. I I bet that there was some feeling in there, like should we do this? Should we not do this? Like that's the kind of feeling that you want. Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, like not to be too negative, and I ho again hope the best for Bradley Boss and 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 Caminero, but I'm sure that you know Meadows, Glassnow, and Boz. Yeah, but I mean. Have they lived up really to what we all thought? I mean, mm. really though. Let's let's. Is Glass now the, the the guy that you thought he was going to be? He well, they definitely broke. got more value than what Chris Archer provided in ensuing years for him. But I think we did have yeah. higher, grander expectations based on what the the small samples that we saw from Glass now and Meadows that we thought because Meadows had that one or multiple really, really good seasons that he was going to put that up in perpetuity. Now, now again, again, that trade tree kept going by giving you Isaac Paredes. So again, good trade. It's yeah. a good trade. But all I'm Glass saying, now is probably going to net you something down the line as well. Exactly. So, so I just wanted to say that just because I feel like we get too enamored with the prospects, um, what could be. And yeah. uh, so, okay, this person, what was the name of the person that commented? That was... Uh, Robert O'Brien. Robert O'Brien. Okay. He says, "I would like to. I would like to see what Caminero does." Me too. So, okay, yeah. you know what? Let's let's keep playing with this scenario. You want to keep Caminero? Let's keep Caminero. Then you better give up two big names now. Yeah, Is it I mean, Mead and Aranda? Curtis Mead. You know, Curtis you're Mead has to be included in that deal. Exactly. Now there's no Manzardo anymore. So you're you you're got to give up Mead now. And after Mead, they're going to ask for something else because Mead does not equal Caminero right now. Right. 
no, you're you're right on that end. Um, so that's one comment. Our Dennis Rashad, our buddy, says we need a plan B on who will be the face of the franchise just in case Wander doesn't come back. Corbin could be that guy. That is true. I talk about a little twist and turn here. Uh, if Wander, and I'm just popping this off the top of my head, if okay. Wander is allowed to play essentially immediately or at some time, some point in the near future, would you trade Wander Franco for Corbin Carroll straight up considering all the circumstances of um, the clubhouse dynamics and the marketing dynamics and the fan base dynamics, everything that is involved with that and that the Rays have gone through with that of, hey, maybe we just want to quote unquote, wash our hands of the situation. And heck, it, it might even take more than Wander Franco at this point with, again, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, again, go, go the other way. If you're the Diamondbacks, are you trading Corbin Carroll for Wander Franco straight up? Nah, fam, because now we yeah. have all of that negativity in our market, in our uh, system, in our clubhouse, all of that, you know? So no, they would ask, Okay, what else? What else? Because also we're taking on more money, by the way, than than what we signed Corbin Carroll. Like, it's it's not apples to apples. And so, no, I I think the Diamondbacks just laugh and then hang up on you, and then you have to call them again if with a better offer because they're right. just there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Oh man, that's that's so tough. The fact that we're even having this conversation is crazy. Although all that's unfolded. I know it's how the how topsy turvy is the world. Uh, I will say in this hypothetical scenario, the Rays, if they if everything comes back and hey, Wander can play in twenty twenty four, I I feel like that actually gives Wander a longer leash. Okay, with the Rays uniform because it, does it matter? Does it matter if? Hey, he reached a plea agreement or a private settlement, undisclosed settlement with the victim or victims, or, you know, depending on the wording and the language and the methodology for how he is allowed to play again, I wonder how much of a factor that is. Um, Let, let's make it clean. Let's make it clean that like, hey, you know, it's nothing happened on it was all, all a ruse or whatever like it, it's some, something super clean that like oh he's actually not guilty at all and and he's gonna be playing again i feel like that would still give him some more time with the race because that that um it's like the correa effect it's the altuve right. effect it's that you're gonna the springer effect they're gonna carry that you're gonna carry that weight as the Beatles would say, you're going to carry that weight for a long, long time. And he's going to do that. And the Rays are. And so if you thought, oh, the Rays are not going to be paying one Franco $25 million because they're going to, you know, they're going to trade him off before then. Well, now, because of this whole situation, if he comes back, now they have to kind of hold on to him because 29 other GMs are going to be like, that's your problem, bruv. We're not doing that. Unless yeah. you basically give it to him and we don't have to, we give you the ham sandwich and the Rays are not going to do that. They would rather just, Hey, uh, what's that saying? Uh, better the devil that, you know, than the one you don't. Right. Sure. That's 
probably what they would they would go like, oh, well, we're not going to give up Wander for a ham sandwich. No way. Like, we're just yeah. going to be paying him. Uh, it's a lot to consider for sure. Um, moving along here, uh, Big Blue Fan says, give them B-Lau and Glass now plus a AAA prospect of their choice, and I'm good. So any AAA prospect, any guy that, I guess, finished the season in Durham, he would be okay with giving up. Um, Come on. I don't think that would quite do it. Um, I mean, if Glass now was on a multi-year deal and Brandon Lau could stay healthy and – I mean, there is Carson Williams in AAA. That's really all I can think of off the top of my head. But I think it might take a little bit more than that to get the deal done. Uh, Brian says he's already better than all three of those guys combined. Yeah, that's kind of the idea is you have to give up three, four, five guys to acquire a player of uh, of his caliber. Um, and then a YouTube comment we got. Uh, from Cody Robbins says maybe Paredes, Glasnow, Aranda, and Bradley for Carroll, and maybe convince them to throw in Longo for Walls. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I like that. Was that Cody? Yeah, that was Cody. Okay, yeah, he's got a good good sense of humor. Oh, yeah, I, I, I still don't think I don't think that Paredes, Glasnow, Aranda, and Bradley would be enough. No, I don't think so either. Um, again, I think we're closer with that organic uh, Bradley Boz Camaro from yesterday. And even BTV says, nah, this is an underpay. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's look, it's the off season, folks. We can get into it. Um, we can have fun. We can we, we can, can banter back and forth. Yeah, Block, blockbuster trades happen. Not saying this type of blockbuster trade is going to happen, but uh, I think. Uh, there's going to be strings pulled one way or another. Shocking things happen throughout the course of a baseball offseason and a baseball season for that matter. Yeah. And the, again, the 40 man roster um, episode that we're going to be doing, I think somebody, I think what maybe it was Pete on the YouTubes uh, mentioned that they were excited about the 40 uh, man roster coming up and that we should do maybe like a draft screen okay. share scenario. And I was like, okay. I, so I got to go back to how we did that last season i have to I have to go check the archives and see how we did it um because i think we did like three episodes didn't we for it right I so. yeah I, I know that we went pretty in depth in that so we might have to go back to the archives what i can tell you is that um to get you prepared and feeling good and confident and ready for that um you probably have to have your bird dogs on you probably have to be in the right mindset uh Deion sanders once said and is famous for it look good feel good feel good play good play good they pay good pay good live good i think it was something to that effect i mean if that doesn't make you want to wear your bird dogs right now i don't know what else but you know what if you need some more push i can tell you that those bird dogs have stretched khaki uh, fabric that are designed to make you look so good. They they actually fit slimmer through the thigh and they give you a truly sculpted look. They basically do this exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And no more of wearing those shorts made of stiff, restricting cotton. No more of that. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki pants, but stretch 
so you get a way slimmer fit and you don't have to sacrifice any movement. You're going to you do yoga. You're fine with that. You're going to go to uh, play golf. You're good with that. You're going to go meet, meet some fresh. You're good. You're you're going to maybe watch the Bolts play. You're good. You're going to be watching. Uh, you're going to go to Raymond James and watch Mayfield bake some W's. Maybe not against the Detroit Lions, though. Yeah, and you're going to be with and I think they even use the term clunker, believe it or not. Well, in response to that game. when you don't, when you, Kevin, what do I always say? When the offense that you provide is just field goals, we're not going to be feeling so good. So today, make yourself feel good. Like I am today. Venezuela won against Chile three zip. I'm feeling good. And I'm wearing my bird dogs and you should too. So today go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And guess what? You are going to get a free water bottle with any purchase. You heard me right. And we've said it before. The Tumblr. Here you go. YouTube people. You can see it. We got it for free. You can get a free water bottle with any purchase by going to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or use promo code locked on MLB at checkout and you get a, a free water bottle with your order. So you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Uh, do we have time to get into my playoff scenario, or are we going to have to save that? I'm putting it to you. Uh, can you do it in seven minutes? Can I do it in seven minutes? Sure. I will just say this. Um, we have <laughs> what? What made you go off? I said, can you do it in seven minutes? And you said, yeah, I can. All right. That, that was funny. Oh, okay. I get, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Um, here's, my, here's my point. Uh, I think, really, it's, it's pretty simple. Okay. I think we should expand playoffs. Not add in more teams, but just extend those preliminary series. Do what the NHL does. Do what the NBA does. Best of seven. Best of seven across the board, from wild card to division series, championship series, of course, and World Series. The longest mm -hmm. season in all the sports, the most games in all the sports, and you have shorter playoffs than the NBA and NHL, respectively. And if you don't want to do that, if you want to start small, okay, fine. Then make, make the wild card series best of five, or fine, leave it best of three. But once you hit the division series, that has to be best of seven. So that, that's don't... really the, the basis of my point. And I'm kind of getting to the to the thinking that baseball might look to adjust or or maneuver the way the playoffs are structured. Uh, we, we've already seen that that once or, or a couple times already, but we've seen yeah. the hit and success that they've had with. Uh, pitch clocks, I mean, games are 24 minutes faster on average. The limiting de defensive shifts, overall batting average is up to 248 this season. Larger bases allowed for uh, an increase from you know 1.0 to 1.4 and su uh, success rate jumping from 75 to 80% and total attendance surpassing 70 million for the first time since 2017. Uh, 26 of 30 teams reporting increases. That's all according to the New York Post. All that said, I, I say that to say this, is that Rob Manford and uh, the powers that be, the officials at Major League Baseball, and maybe the ownership as well, 
they're they're probably thinking we can't make the wrong move here. We we have we have everybody you know eating out of the palm of our hand. So they're they're hitting a lot of dingers right now. So I think that they might this might be the time to to change course, especially when you had what was it three teams that won at least a hundred games get eliminated way more yeah. quickly than expected between the Orioles, the Dodgers, and the Braves. The Orioles, and you know, people don't really care so much about but the Dodgers and Braves those are name brands and you want to try to see those baseball wants to see those teams uh, make it deeper into the playoffs than not into the playoffs so really my my point and my thinking is you you got to find a way to to not totally devalue the six-month 162 game season and I understand the playoffs it's still going to be a crapshoot at the end of the day and uh, in in most cases, but give, give the the higher seed and the teams that really earned it more chances and more opportunities, and to really show your depth and your pitching staff in whatever else you bring to the table. And and maybe something has to be worked out with, you know, giving those higher seeded teams an additional home game or something like that. I'm for whatever recognizes and rewards those teams that grinded and earned and really fought and clawed their way to winning, uh, you know, 99 or a hundred games versus 84 games. For instance. I love the more games. That's number one, okay. but let me red, let me red team this a little bit. Let me devil okay. advocate this here. Number, number one, when you're adding more games, my issue are, I have two issues with that. Number one, I, I cannot stand more day games for playoffs. They that doesn't exist. Okay. I don't. I, I so more games. I I I need them to stop being at one p.m., three p.m. That 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 is bogus. I don't people. I don't understand. Like just choose a game to watch. Right. Just choose a game to. I I don't I don't understand this whole like affinity for like. I know I know what the affinity is. It's dollars. Um. But like, are you really missing out? By I mean, you, you. Well, that's the other thing too is increased revenue as well for for yeah. the league with uh, with more playoffs. More playoffs is king. That's what NCAA yes. is doing with with college football. Yeah, let's expand the playoffs, which is smart. The fact that they actually implemented a playoff format and you know they they put that into play. So I get your but point. but, okay, but they get that. But the give and take is then give us actual prime time. Uh, and if not prime time, like then like 5 p.m. has to be like the earliest uh, okay. game for 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 that. So that's my number one for with more games. Number two, my issue with more games is so you are telling me that you win your division, you win the AL East, you beat the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Jays, the Orioles, and you win a hundred plus games, and now you have to sit your pretty bottom. For ten days, losing timing that for is the challenging part. A Jose yes. Steria, Yandy Diaz, a Randy Rosarena. I mean, that goes off quick. So that is my biggest thing. But hey, guess what, Kevin? I can help you with that. I can okay. help you fix that issue. How do, how issue, do we fix that issue? I think you do that by, hey, buddy, if you uh um one. Uh, your last game, and now you're in the playoffs, and you're a wild card team. Don't celebrate too much. You're playing tomorrow. 
Okay. That's it. You're playing tomorrow. Or um uh, so the wild card tomorrow. series is it is it uh I mean are you talking about basically eliminating the the best of three wild card series and just having it a a one game wham bam thank you ma'am and then you move on to the the real stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the I wild card that's a and, and not only like so I think Sunday, right? Let's like Sunday they end of the game. Monday is the wild card game, and it's only one. Okay. And like, hey, I'm you lost the division. You could have won it. I'm sorry, you get one. Um yeah. and then you lose it, you win it, you're playing on Tuesday. Yeah. So like No, the, I'm I'm with you there. I'm I'm all for making it more challenging for those wild cards or those bottom seated yes. teams in making it as difficult and challenging of a trek to get through. And because now the division doing winners, all you can to reward the, the division winners. And now the division winners, they, they, they played on Sunday relaxed, knowing they were the division winners, hopefully most of the time. It can happen like just this year where it was decided on Sunday, fine. But they get Monday to rest, which they are accustomed to in a baseball season to yeah. get a Monday off regularly, uh, more regularly than other days. And boom, they're they're playing on Tuesday for their playoff uh, series at home because if they're a division winner, boom, they're they're playing at home. Or if they're the top wild card, they're playing at home. I just yeah. I feel like that would be really. It's almost not even a wild card; it's just a, a play-in game to make it to the playoffs, more or less. Which, yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, I would be okay with as long as we can make so you so the other series that would immediately go into a best of seven divisional series exactly okay. so you i'm 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 taking away the three wild card game series to just making it one but those that potential loss of two games i'm giving it to you in the potential of having a division yeah. series last instead of five seven yeah and there is something to be said for the excitement of win or go home having that one big game and then you get into the real meat and potatoes of uh of a seven game series yeah. so i think we solved it there we go we we you know problem solved um yeah i think something something will and, and may be done uh in the future at some point with all this i just um you know just seeing the the best of three the best of five is like just make it best of seven across the board as best yeah. possible do something to Agreed. To really uh, to help yourselves out there. So, all right, um, that's what I've got. Uh, you know, if you've got a comment on on YouTube or social media, hit us up. If you think you've got a better idea for a playoff format, sure, we'll we'll listen to you. We'll uh, we'll hear you out with that. So, uh, in the meantime, enjoy the rest of the MLB playoffs. Uh, the Diamondbacks and uh Phillies are are still playing right now I don't know what the score is I know that Trey Turner made an air and then hit a home run I think uh, and then it's uh, Phillies. that's the Phillies right there yeah. yeah air and then a home run yeah yep that's their modus operandi for sure all right I uh, hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow